welcome to the Sonoma County Real Estate Podcast. I'm Nancy Chiappi, and I am hosting this podcast not because I'm an expert, but because I have a lot to learn about buying and selling real estate here in the exquisite Sonoma County wine country. And nothing would make me happier than for you to gain some insight as well. So tune in as we explore the minds and hearts of local real estate professionals and the unique perspectives they bring to an ever-changing market. Welcome everyone to today's podcast episode. We'll dive right in here shortly, but I wanted to take a moment and share one of the primary inspirations behind the creation of this podcast. And that is that I want to give you listeners an opportunity to connect with realtors who, quote, speak your language. And in this instance, I'm not referring to language of origin, but to someone's personal style of relating to others. My hope is that when you as listeners resonate with someone's way of interacting, that this might help you to feel more comfortable and confident in your own ability to show up as who you truly are when you connect with them to potentially represent you. I mention this today because I've just had the opportunity to interview a team of realtors who happen to relate in a way that feels particularly familiar to me personally. And so I'm experiencing the gratitude and comfort that goes along with that right here in this moment. My wish for you as listeners is that you find a similar resonance with one of our guests as you listen into the various episodes of Sonoma County Real Estate Podcast. With that, I give you today, Corey McGuire and Ian Callenberg, whose reputations as successful realtors certainly precede them, and I now have a much deeper understanding of why their dynamic is indeed so very powerful. With that, let's do this. So, Corey and Ian, I am just so happy that you're here today, and I'm just so honored that you accepted my invite to join me. Nancy, thank you for having us. We're thrilled to be here with you. Great. So let's go ahead, and we'll begin by having you introduce yourselves and then share a little bit about your life here in Sonoma County, and then give us an overview of your real estate journey thus far. And uh, we'll start with Corey. Wonderful. Nancy, again, thank you. Uh, Corey McGuire. I've been uh, here in Sonoma County since 1994. But my first introduction to the area was in 1978. I had just moved to the mainland, to America, as my mother used to say, from Hawaii. And I was looking for a place to swim. And somebody said, well, why don't you go to the Russian River? And I said, great, where's that? Having been to the beaches in San Francisco and the water was so cold. So I made my journey uh, from San Francisco through Marin County. And as I crossed the Sonoma County line, something hit me in my heart. Something hit me in my soul. I couldn't, I couldn't not listen to it. It was so loud. And And I understand that this is a common story with people that when they do find themselves in Sonoma County, in Sebastopol, that something stirs within them. So that was back in 78. And um, I made a mental note that that when it was time to settle in, I would come back to the county. And that's what I did in 1994. And um, I settled into 
uh, Santa Rosa first, and then I found my way to Sebastopol, which really is kindred to my roots. Um, wonderful agricultural presence here, and you know Luther Burbank, and you can just grow anything is true. <laughs> so, so um, I, I feel a like there's I I know what you mean <laughs> about the magic or that something that happens here in Sonoma County, and I actually feel like the spirits of Luther Burbank and others they're very much alive and have a great impact on the sort of um, the consciousness here. It's true. It's true. Yeah. The ancestors and the, from the indigenous people right the way through, there's just a, an homage to the land and uh, to its beauty, to its heritage. And um, so that just really rang my bell, sang my song. So Today, I'm living on an acre of land in the city of Sebastopol, my partner and I, and we do a little bit of farming. We grow vegetables, we grow flowers, we have trees, fruit trees, and um, we do that for ourselves, of course, and for our enjoyment, but we also share with the community um, some of our bounty, which is a joy, too. Absolutely. They have a great little garden. Really, really <laughs> impressive right in town. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. And that one acre parcel, it's just kind of, that's such a great size, yeah. I think, right? To just yeah. allow you to really manage it, but to grow a lot of great stuff. Yes. And they say that, you know, with a half acre, you can grow, you know, your, your lifetime's worth of food. And it's true. We have huge bounty. And um, so that's, so that's just a real joy. Yeah. And uh, so real estate, I moved here in 1994 and um, I didn't know a soul, but I jumped right in. I just knew that working with people um, in a capacity that has heart and meaning, your home, beautiful land, ability to grow a family in, uh, in great surrounds was, was something that I wanted to do. So 28 years later, here we are. Yes, yeah. here you are. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And then Ian, how about you? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us. This is so great. Um, I was born and raised in Sonoma County. Uh, started in Roner Park before the, when the drive-in movie theater was there, before Walmart was there. <laughs> um, my mom raised me and my brother, a single parent. Um, and we lived in Roner Park for, until I was a freshman. And then we moved to Sebastopol. And... Um, what a move. I mean, Sebastopol, Sonoma County is beautiful, but Sebastopol, like you guys spoke about, it's just, there's a certain quality to the community here. Um, and I never left. And I raised two boys here, and my uh, oldest just started high school at Annaly, where I went. So, yeah, born and raised through and through deep roots in Sonoma County, and feel very grateful to call it home. You know, I've had the benefit of traveling a little bit, and I always come back feeling very blessed to be here. So Absolutely. it just made sense that this is where I would live and work. And um, I worked for a long time in the corporate insurance world, sort of an offshoot of uh, a real estate insurance company. And um, I worked there for 18 years, but during the first 10 years, after 10 years of working there, I kind of got bored with the corporate structure and was feeling very ambitious and decided that I would get my real estate license. And that was back in 2011. So I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I was going to be able to do it part-time. 
<laughs> went out there um, and actually started with Better Homes and Gardens. Um, and then that got bought out by, who, who did it get bought out by, Corey? I don't recall. Anyway, yeah. we Corey and I ended up in the same meeting room at one point once it got bought out. And um, that this was back in 2011. And, you know, she approached me and just said, hey, do you want to partner up? You know, I know you're new and learning and I've been in the business a while, but what do you think? And it was like instant connection. Um, you know, you just that old kind of soul connection. Corey and I just instantly got along like brother and sister right away. So, yeah, there was almost there was almost a deja vu yeah. um, component to sort of our meeting. It was like, I, I think I know you from somewhere. Totally. And Ian says, have we met? And I said, no, we haven't, but I think I know you. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I love this part because I've been so curious about yeah. how you two came together. And I had no idea yeah. that it was that long ago. Well, yeah. So the story continues. Funny. Okay. Enough. Okay. So, so we spent, I think we spent a year together, did mm -hmm. some deals together, had a great time. And I quickly realized that, uh, you know, real estate is not something that you can do part-time. Um, I learned a ton, um, but I, I realized that, you know, you got to kind of be all in with real estate um, to make it a career. And I loved it. So it was hard, but at the same time, I got a promotion at my corporate job. I had two young kids and my brother and I got this bright idea to start a men's store in Santa Rosa. So I had too many irons <laughs> in the fire. <laughs> he and, thought he was Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I kept my real estate license though. So Corey, you know, Corey and I stayed in touch over the years. Um, I did take that promotion. My brother and I did open that men's store. Um, and I kept my real estate license because I just knew it was like deep inside of me. There was some reason that I needed to keep it, you know, not only for referrals, but it just, it, it was a part of me. So fast forward to the pandemic, the company I worked for uh, moved to Las Vegas and I wasn't willing to move to Las Vegas. So I decided to end my relationship with that company. Uh, my brother and I closed the men's store after eight years. So that ended all of a sudden my corporate job ended and I was in a position to look at what I wanted to do. So I took six months off, spent time with the kids, really did some soul searching. And it was obvious all of a sudden one day it was like, what am I doing? I need to get back into real estate. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So fast forward to almost two years ago now, uh, Corey gives me a call. So I get back in and all ready to get back into corporate solo and do my thing and build my business. And Corey said, Hey, I'm really busy. Do you want to do it again? And I said, <laughs> yes, absolutely. A thousand percent. And this time I'm all in. <laughs> so the rest is history. I mean, we had an incredible two years. I learned something new every single day. I mean, I feel so fortunate to be surrounded by so many greats in the business, but yeah. especially Corey. She, oh, she really is kind of the oracle of a real yeah. and, and I'm not the only one that feels that way. So I couldn't be more grateful and fortunate to be learning from her and to be working with her. We laugh. We have a great time. We work hard. It's nuts, but it's <laughs> wonderful. So... Yeah. I mean, I could, I, again, I couldn't be more grateful and, and that's kind of the journey. That's where we are. Cool. Well, a couple of things I just want to say, first of all, um, the men's clothing store now makes sense because something that I find really intriguing about you, Ian, is in the midst of this sort of like, you know, country chic 
Sebastopol community, you just kind of have this polish. <laughs> sort of like this consummate professional. You're always dressed beautifully. And what I love is that then you open your mouth and there's this gorgeous humility and openness to learning. And it's just, I love when things are kind of paradoxical like that. And I honored, and when I, you know, with Corey, she really embodies that beautiful country chic, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, and like lots of other people, she was the one that once I sort of met her or was aware of her existence, she lent a whole different view of what real estate could look like. Mm -hmm. One that I felt like I could relate to. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Um, and then the other thing, oh, but then like the paradox there is that she does, she has all of that and she gets the job freaking done. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like that. Yeah. It's almost like that, you know, the fierceness that I might expect from within you, yeah. um, Ian, that she embodies that in her own feminine way. But you get what I'm saying. I love that. That's sort of the paradox and even the two of you side by side. Yes. I'm like, oh, well, this is a really interesting match here. And then it's really intriguing to know that you guys had like a soul connection yeah. from the beginning. Um, yeah. And then one more, one more thought. And that is that I love how life does not proceed in a linear fashion, right? So you had this real estate experience. And so often we go forward and we go, well, I guess that, you know, I liked it, but I guess that's, you know, not my path. And indeed it is, but, you know, there's some things that we needed to experience in the meantime that were going to lend themselves to a more full experience of it, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, beautifully, beautifully shared. Thank you. Thank you um, for comments about the paradoxical stuff. I love that too. Yes. It's the yes. balance, you know, and it's like, it's sometimes catches you by surprise, but it, like you said, it gets the job done and it's. And it's fun like, where, you're, where you're on that journey. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. And then do you guys consider, or let's take it one by one. Um, Corey, do you consider yourself to have a specialty within real estate? Um, and or do you like to focus on particular geographic areas here in Sonoma County? And if so, how did that come about? Well, uh, truthfully, our specialty is people. It's, um, and you know, working with people is uh, in, in this capacity where there's a lot at stake, there's a lot of expectation, there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of logic. It's uh, so much that comes together and, um, and there's joy and anticipation and expectation. And um, thankfully, uh, you know, I've got a few years behind me. So, <laughs> you know, we're able to meet that with, uh, with, with great listening and um, with an open heart and then with laser sharp expertise so that we can bring success, you know, to our clients. But geographically, uh, we do, uh, Sebastopol is our hub. However, Petaluma, California, excuse me, Sonoma County, um, Santa Rosa, we dip into Healdsburg every now and then, but the West County, West Sonoma County, west of the 101 into Santa Rosa really is our, uh, is our specialty. And um, it, it may appear to be a small, smaller geographic area, but, um, 
you know, traveling as much as we do, it's it just makes sense to put our expertise and our time into this um, into this hyper local focus. It allows us to really be aware of all that the market is. For instance, um, country property, which it really is my heart and joy. Um, there are so many changes coming down the pike with you know current situations, and so it's important to stay in touch with state information. It's important to stay in touch with local ordinances as they're adopted. It's important to stay um, in touch with uh, city uh, council uh, conversations as they come about um, so that we can advise our clients well as they are giving us their list of, of you know what they're hoping to accomplish. So um, you know, working with people is, is really, is really delightful. It's, it's a joy. We always keep humor at the forefront. You have to, you have to bring some le levity into the process, you know, yeah. and, um, but never at the expense of, of professionalism and expertise for sure, for sure. So yeah. to answer the question, yeah, people, country property, we love little bungalows that we have here in town, you know, the, uh, cottages and, and uh, country estates. It's, it's, it all works. It all works. Definitely. And what occurs to me is when you, you commented that geographically, it might seem like uh, a relatively small area. It is so diverse. Yes. And there is so much yes. that goes into, um, you know, dealing with one particular property. So many things that come into play that, you know, wouldn't, yes wouldn't do so in your typical, you know, track of homes. I mean, <laughs> to put it lightly, right. There's just yes. so many different things. And um, yeah. And the people, the people focus. I love that. I think one of the things that we're really good at too, as far as serving our clients and the people aspect is leveraging each other's strengths mm -hmm. to benefit the client and knowing um, where to tag team in and out mm -hmm. to, to best serve who's in front of us. I think that's a kind of an art too. You know, there's so many different personalities and certain people resonate with other personalities better than others. And so we recognize that and really try to be cognizant of what's needed and then come together to come up with what the best solution and kind of plan is to, to make sure that they have the most success and that they're comfortable and that it's as enjoyable as a process as possible. So yeah, understandable. And Ian, um, incidentally, since Corey already kind of shared, you know, where your focus as a team lies, can you share a little bit about um, sort of between the two of you, what you feel are your um, strengths, so to speak, or natural inclinations where you naturally gravitate, how clients not, you know, just how does that dynamic work? Yeah. I think it starts with being able to read the room and, and know what's needed. And I think Corey and I are both actually um, pretty seasoned at that just from experience and naturally, um, you know, empathetic and we just have an ability to kind of read between the lines and sense the energy and then make a plan from there so i think it kind of starts with that um you know i'm i'm more techie for sure so i get i get us all going with the tech stuff and those kind of systems and organizational tools that help um, we both love to be out in the field though and but Corey really really excels at all of 
the field work and, um, you know, she'll get down to the county and find something that nobody else could find. I mean, she's a bulldog that way and it's, it's really inspiring. So uh, she's great with that kind of stuff too. And, um, you know, we, we huddle up a lot and sometimes if there's a moment where we're like, okay, here's the, here's the problem. Let's solution this. And we just throw things at the wall. And then, and, and sure enough, the solution comes to the surface and that's a really fun process. I love doing with her. And then I think we really are, are, we excel at that piece. We we refer to it as the creative third solution, right? Like none of us are, yeah, none of us are going to hold on to our, you know, and our ideas as steadfast. Let's open it up. And when we do that time and time again, a creative and better third solution services. It's it's a great process. I love that, Corey. Yes. I remember really resonating with that idea before where two people come together, there is that automatic third. Yes. Right? Energy. Exactly. And I was just thinking about how much more fun the process can be. Yes. Even thinking like how much easier you can sleep at night, kind of yeah. when you know that there's someone else that is right there with you, knows everything that's going on too. I mean, you know, I'm that sounds like a really ideal situation. Um, and then just uh, going back when when Ian was sharing a little bit about you, Corey, my impression is that once someone is your client, mm-hmm. you are that fierce mother bear. <laughs> <laughs> you're sort of like, yeah, I got you. And you're just like, we're going to make this happen and just... You know, because I've seen, I've had a bit of opportunity to see your savvy oh, you know, and, and, and your ability to interact with your colleagues in a way that is so respectful. And yet we always know your client is number one. Mm-hmm. And that's really, that's really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's important, right? It's important that they understand that they are number one. Uh, this this business having so many moving parts, you know, from the listing side to the buying side, different sets of expertise there, different conversations, different communication. Um, so uh, thank you for that. It's um, well said. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. And then uh, financial benefits aside, what keeps you inspired to stay engaged in the real estate profession? What drives you? Uh, Right. That's such a great question. And for me, um, it really is, uh, I I am a need to know kind of a girl and I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. And so bringing those two together is so suited to this industry. Um, Ian mentions that if I'll go down to the, if I go down to the county, that's the building where they, where they have building and planning and septic and well and all of those different departments. And, you know, oftentimes uh, there's there's a question, but there's not an answer, not an easy answer. And so finding that answer is just, a, uh, it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. Um, whether you're working with the ombudsman down there, whether you're looking through the files yourself, which often we do, um, whether you're asking a, a question creatively so that you can engage the uh, individual in front of you versus, you know, not uh, get their positive attention. So um, really putting those puzzles together for our clients so that 
they can know and enjoy that everything is being done on their behalf and that also they're in the know around everything. Um, it's so important. Nobody wants a phone call after the close of escrow. So it's really important to do the homework. It's really important to do the research. And one may say, well, gosh, I'm just buying a little house in town. Well, there's a lot going on these days, you know, <laughs> with buying a little house in town. Are you interested in short-term renting it? Because if you are, sorry, it can't happen right now. You know, that's, right. that's not happening. You want to build a pool in the city of Sebastopol? Sorry, there's a moratorium. So, you know, these expectations need to be communicated. Will that be lifted at some point? We sure hope so. But can you build a pool in the, in the unincorporated area? Yeah, absolutely you can. That, you know, that's, yeah. can, you, can you drill a well in the unincorporated area of Sonoma County? Not for another six months. There's a moratorium on that. That just came about last week. <laughs> oh I my think gosh. We're hearing, we're hearing the need to know gal right now. <laughs> right, right. And right. I love that. So you're just like, it's so up your alley. Like, yes. especially, and now it's, I'm understanding even more why you like working where you work, because there's yeah. so much to know. And yeah. there's always something new to dive into and find oh, yeah. out more yeah. about. Yeah. So yeah. Most, now times, I, most times you can you can find a workaround. You know. Um, sure. Times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that was great. Uh, <laughs> and how about you, Ian? What drives you? What inspires you? I really like the feeling that you get throughout the transactions and the relationship with people uh, at various points, but especially when, you know, you've, you've worked really hard, you've taken them with you on this journey, you've supported them. And there's that feeling at the end of the transaction when they're home mm -hmm. and you were a part of that. And there's just this feeling that they have and that we get, and it's like, it's a really great feeling because it's a lot of navigating. There are so many variables and layers to this business. And I really love that part because it pushes me to be a better person too. So I'm constantly pushed uh, to look at things from a thousand feet to take a minute and pause and really feel, okay, this person's just scared. That's what's underneath the behavior. So how can I navigate this for them and for us to get to the ultimate goal? Mm -hmm. All those nuances um, really do force you into a process that I think is really important. It can be applied to fatherhood, to marriage, to real life. And I love that kind of blending and how it all starts to work together and can be applied across the board. And real estate really provides you, provides you that opportunity because it changes all the time. No one transaction is the same. Everybody, you know, we're all so different. And so you have so many different personalities that you're working with on a daily basis. When I used to run a team, a sales team, you know, I had my team and you get to know that team. And so you work based on and you manage and lead based on who you're working with and you're used to working with. With real estate, it changes your client. You know, you have different clients and that dynamic is constantly changing. So you have to adapt as well. And all of it's in service of the goal, which is to help them make their dreams come true, get them their home, help them sell their house. And sometimes we're in, you know, difficult circumstances where there's a divorce and, you know, the two, our clients are bickering and um, we have to help kind of navigate that the best we can and, and help support what their goals are. So, you know, there's a lot of nuance to the business, but I really love when you walk away at the end of the day and you felt like, 
we did a really good job with that and and they're better for it we're better for it you know, yeah that part. and i'll dovetail on that um there's so much misinformation out there mm. and when you can so when you can sit with somebody that's either looking to sell their home or somebody that's looking to purchase a home we we feel very um it, it's our job to be to be uber accurate in our uh, guidance and in our information that we share with them. Um, we try to keep year after year either a 60% listing book and a 40% buying book or vice versa. And the reason that that's important is we need to hear what the buyers are saying today. Right now we're in a little bit of a shift of a market, but are they saying, are the buyers saying, no, no, we're not gonna buy? Not in our marketplace. They're saying, show me some value. So how we show up to that then right now is to work with the seller to really bring the property to optimum presentation Yeah. in all ways. We have a team of vendors that we work with. We can bring them in. Ian and I will roll up our sleeves. We've actually moved furniture. Not that, you know, my back is all that great, <laughs> but, you know, we do because we know that the difference uh, between not bringing in this expert advice is could, could be hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. you know in the red to to the client. It's so, the difference between sitting on the market and not a yeah. lot of times. Yes. Yeah, it's um it, the buyer the buyer community is very fickle. They'll spend their money, but they're very fickle. So how do we communicate that to the sellers so that they can optimize on their return and then vice versa as well? If we're representing a buyer. You know, we can let them know, hey, let's look at a property that's not been optimized. It's not presented beautifully because we might be able to negotiate a little bit for you. Right. The yeah. fix is being fairly simple. But, you know, the bigger picture is we're going to get you into a great property. And, you know, maybe better than, you know, market price or less than market price. So that's that's really uh, enjoyable as well. Oh, yeah, that drives us. We love that transformation part. Yes. We have a really good time with that, too. Yeah. Transforming a property. And 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 yeah. then it, we wait to the last minute sometimes to price too because you get a feeling for a property when it's done and it's like a whole different space. Yes, and wow. you create an experience for the buyers. I mean, that's our goal. People don't remember the price, the details when they walk away, but they remember how they felt. Yes, they yes. So we really try to create an experience where buyers are walking away with that feeling of wow. So and, and I, that drives us too for sure. Big time. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> I love that. And I love when you use the word transformation, because what I keep thinking is like, you guys are constantly on your own personal growth edge. Yeah. Yes. So how can that ever get yes. boring, right? How can that ever get mundane or repetitive, even to the point where you're like, always looking at that ratio to know that you're truly in touch with both sides in terms of buyer seller, and what's happening in those, you know, in those areas at any given time. Yes. Uh, and, and so then speaking of given time and, and acknowledging that the, we are, this is a snapshot at October 20th, 2022, and things change rapidly, rapidly. I think I'm going to ask you guys this question together so you can kind of tag team it a bit. What insight, guidance, and or encouragement would you like to offer to home buyers and sellers given the current market? You know, I think our, our, our advice truly is the same uh, in this market as it is in another market as it is in another market. Will this market help you accomplish your goals? 
if you're looking to optimize on the sale of your property, then you may want to consider a spring sale for sure. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. Nobody has a crystal ball. However, um, you know, there are some strong signals out there that, um, that we are moving into a different market for sure. Um, so it depends on your goals, right? If your goal is to is to maximize on your on your return, then let's talk. Let's get you on the spring market. If it's not, ask yourself, or if you also have to ask yourself, where are you going to go? Uh, there's so little inventory on the market that if there's not a solid game plan for where you're going to go, then that definitely needs to be discussed, right? We've met with people that after that long conversation, they don't sell because they don't want to go to what's next, you know, is it? And um, so, uh, so it's, it's really, it's really what, what, what is the client hoping to accomplish for buyers um, because of the low inventory, if the right property shows up, if it just answers all of their needs and rings their bell and makes them smile, why not jump in? If they can afford it, why not? If it's a long-term hold, why not jump in now? Yeah. If it's not a long-term hold, and if the goal is to uh, turn the property every couple, five years, then maybe they want to wait. Maybe they don't. Will interest rates go up? Will they go back down again? I don't think they're going to go back down, but they are going up. So it really is dependent on each person's goal. I don't know that I would be afraid of this market, but I'd be smart with this market. I'd yeah. bring my intelligence to this market. I I just... 100% agree with all of that. And it's funny how we have buyers come in that will say, well, what if the market shifts and, you know, are we going to lose money? Are we buying high? You know, the idea is to buy low. And then the question back to them is, well, how long do you plan to be here? And a lot of them are like, well, this is going to be our home for a really long time. So it's like, so, you know, offering that perspective of, well, in, in this case, if you look at what the market's done over 20 years or even 10 years, you're probably going to be fine and you're going to be really happy here for a really long time. So it all becomes kind of relative. So I think just putting the questions back on them and kind of sifting through some of where they're at in their head and some of those fears around value and losing value can be helpful and bringing it back to a larger, bigger picture and, and, and quality of life. And, you know, what is that worth to you? And how long are you going to be here? Oh, okay. So you, you really, you don't have to worry. Plus it's Sonoma County and, you know, you can only build so much, right? So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. so true. And also I think it's just, this is another benefit of being so passionate about where you two live and work. Yeah. You know, you can feel confident that, hey, you know what, once a, you don't want to put words into their mouth, but in your own heart, you're like, they're going to love it here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, and I love that sort of like, let's like big picture, you know, you're looking at for your, you know, long-term or forever home because yeah. Um, God, and if not, then that's a different conversation. Right. And if you're an investor and you're looking exactly. for something, that's totally different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I have to say this conversation was everything I hoped it would be and much, much more. Oh, I admire both of you so much. And um, before we sign off, though, how can folks connect with you if they'd like to discuss working with you? Oh, that's a kind question. CoreyMcGuire.com. <laughs> My Perfect. website. And yeah. we're both there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you can find our contact there. Yeah. And um, thank you, Nessie, for your grace. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for 
leading us with such uh, great questions. It, it brings us back to why we love this. Thank you for allowing us to communicate that. Yeah. yeah. The Always have the opportunity to reflect. Really nice. Thank yes. you. Well done. So welcome. So very welcome. We'll be in touch soon. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found our time together to be enlightening and informative. And if you'd like some help in identifying the ideal Sonoma County realtor for you, then reach out. I'm at nancy at sonomacountyrealestatepodcast.com. Again, that's nancy at sonomacountyrealestatepodcast.com. Bye for now.